yo pienso en tu mirada, como tú te llamas, solo quiero verte a mi lado mi cama. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Zook, the podcast that speaks to your favorite artists, influencers, event directors, DJs, and people that share the love for Zook across the world. My name is Ricky Fox, and I'm joined with my partner in crime, best friend, and legendary Zook artist, Pedrino Matos. We hope that we can inspire, share the love, and grow the Zook community worldwide. So thank you for being part of the journey, and we really hope you enjoy. And on today's show, we welcome the wonderful William, one half of the William and Paloma duo. So thank you so much for joining us. And we're really excited to hear what you have to say. And guys, um, maybe, maybe my internet gonna gonna be fucked up because we, we turn on the, the oven. And, uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> the light shot down. Fucking Does yeah. your internet rely on, your, is your oven Wi-Fi? No man, it's because the shot in the oven is too strong and it shut down the whole power. <laughs> God, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep this in the podcast, by the way. <laughs> well I'm I'm so, I'm searching to buy a new house, don't worry guys. <laughs> William makes ten thousand pounds in in traveling and don't change the oven, motherfucker. So um yeah, thank you so much, William, for being with us today on our podcast. Um yeah. so uh how are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good now. Like I'm expecting my baby to come soon. <laughs> so when? it's when? supposed to be well, next week. It's it's the last like it's the last week. Let's say like this. But maybe maybe she's coming later or maybe she's coming earlier. We never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a good dancer. She'll be on time. <laughs> she'll be for sure. <laughs> she'll be on time for sure. To do. <laughs> Hit the one, get the one, Chloe, Chloe, get the one. Don't miss the break. That's so funny. Have you have you got a name then? Is it Chloe? Chloe. Ah, Chloe. Chloe. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad we got you on then before because you probably wouldn't have much time. <laughs> um, so how did you um how did you actually start getting into Zook? Into Zook was um well I was dancing Zook already uh, like before I started more or less like with 15, 16 years old. Uh, I start with samba, 15, for all, then I start getting into Zook, one year later than, than that. So let's say 16 years old, I start really. And then in 2000, 2010, I went to a competition, to the first international Zook competition. And I get a second place on this competition and people start to say like, hey man, you should keep going, Zook, it's really good for you, but you're doing, you doing well. So then I, I get motivated, then I just keep competing and people was watching me a lot. So that's why I, I come to be like a Zook dancer because actually me, like uh, Pedrinho, you know, like we dance a lot of other things like samba, forho, everything we, we could. But um, I think I was, more, I was much, much more sexy in Zook, let's say like that. So I didn't know the competitions were actually going there. So what they were going, how how well, old are you now? What's different than that no one is now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was the Hanata competition. 2010 was the first one. And then uh, 2012, I won the competition. And in 2010, I get the second place. And then 2012, I get the first place. So it was a competition that you, you had like a, your partner and you would do shows. You do, you do demo, you do demo first oh, and then oh. you like, you score. So depends on the score that you have, you're gonna pass to try to do the the show, and then um, with the show you just make it like 
you just um, put together both scores, <laughs> show plus demo, and then you see like which one it's. Oh, it's 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 hardcore, man. It's not like you because you have to have a show ready, even if you get through or not, because you don't know if you're getting through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because demo is in one day and the choreograph is another day. The show is another day, so the next yeah. day. Be ready, man. You gotta right. go for the kill. You gotta go for it. <laughs> and so you do loads of other dances as well. I know that because we've spoken with the wrist, we've spoken with Egertine, obviously, Virginia. Everyone does so many dances. How much do you think doing other dances like Samba de Gaffier and you know Bachat? How much do you think this helps with Zook? Man, that for me, that for me, it's basically how I build my dance. That's that's a hundred percent important for myself. Because because if I don't have the background that I have with other dancers, I won't have the knowledge to be able to build up my zouk dance in this way, especially about music. Because if you're dancing samba, salsa, bachata, kizomba, then you hear different types of music. You get used to to different rhythms, and as zouk has got no music, we can dance basically in any kind of song that you can use it as a binar counting. That makes a lot easier because I can change myself dancing. I can see myself dancing like a samba dance inside of a zouk song. I can see myself dancing as a salsa dancing inside of a zouk song. It's because I have this background. If, if I don't have, I think I, would, I wouldn't be able to interpret the song in the way that I'm doing now, for example. So, so someone, what would be your advice then for someone that's kind of been dancing Zouk not that long, maybe, you know, six months, maybe a year? Do you think it's too confusing to pick up another dance or do you think it, it's good to do more than one dance even from kind of, you know, the first few months or the first year? Well, I mean, it depends. It depends, like, how much time you have to spend on dance. Because, for example, I was doing many dances. But, but I was there often, like every day, at least like four hours, five hours. So like for me, it doesn't matter because I was doing often and often. So my brain was getting used to it. But if you are doing just like one time a week or two times a week, maybe it's better to start with one dance, get, get a little, like improve a little bit on this dance. And then you get to start another one because otherwise you're going you're gonna to get a little bit confused. So obviously in Brazil, like what you're saying and stuff, um, you know, you dance so many hours. I know Pedrino always goes on about how many hours he used to do a day. Obviously, I mean, in Europe and London especially, people might dance once, maybe twice a week, but, you know, maybe two hours a night, three hours max. Do you think, because obviously people always want to get better and better, can you get good just dancing once a week, twice a week? What would be your recommendation if, you know, you're not in Brazil dancing five hours, ten hours a day? Well, uh, it's mathematic. <laughs> if, you, if you dance like uh, four times, uh, let's say, if you dance four times a week, you're going to get good in five years, let's say like this. If you dance two hours a week, you're going to get good in two years or maybe one year and a half. Yeah. You know, no, sorry. If yeah, you get, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like the opposite way. If you're doing, if you're dancing five hours uh, a day a week, you're gonna be good in one year and a half, and maybe if you're dancing two, you're gonna be good in five years. It's like the other way around. Yeah. So yeah. it depends. If you if you train more, then you get good faster. If you train less, you get good like slowly. But I think if you never stop, once you're gonna reach a point that you're gonna feel comfortable with your dance, the the thing is that you have to go in, in constantly energy, like every week, every week. If you go once, go every week. If you go twice, go every week. 
but don't like ah this week I'm not going because like ah, I have to do this that then like your brain start to get cold again you know like it's not processing the information anymore so say that you don't live say someone doesn't live in a city they don't live in London they don't live close to a regular class that they can go three four nights a week to what what can they be doing then either on their own or like how can you get good if, if you if you don't have money to travel and stuff like that they're not living if they're not living on the place there the that is up there you mean right yeah yeah okay well we have a bunch of like if you cannot go the, the best is to go like the presence is important but if you cannot go we have a bunch of like uh courses online courses by Cadu Larissa, by Carlos and Fernanda. I'm gonna do uh, online courses very soon too. So it's like, you have many good courses that you could like uh, buy it and train and do, because like they have a package usual, like package of like 10 classes, 15 classes that you learn, for example, basic classes, and then you get a package of 15 classes and you learn the base. So you can repeat, can you, you can go like as many times as you wish to to see and train you know like just watch just by watching videos like people dancing you cannot really learn yeah. so you yeah. have to if you if you have enough knowledge when you watch someone dance you can get ideas but not really learn what he's doing and so on you know so the best to get like online courses maybe if you cannot go and then like close some money to go to congresses or things like that do you think for those people that haven't been to a congress before or that maybe have only been to one or two, uh, do you think that is essential for growth? Yes, it's a part of the improvement. Let's say like this, being a, being a student, it's something. Being a teacher is something else. Being a show dancer, it's something else. You know, like, every, it takes, I take these things like, um, like stairs. So if you step on all the stairs, once you're gonna get like uh, on the top, you know, like, so for me, like being in the Congresses and share your energy with people, understand people's uh, like uh, knowledge, it's important because you get another step on the stair, you know, like something that maybe gonna push you up on, um, on a different way of thinking. Even like talking with someone in the Congress, like a friend or a teacher or a student, they give you some good ideas or they, they maybe they are living the same situation as you. They can give you some like um, some support for you, you know, or idea how to improve it. Yeah, that's wicked. And what, uh, for you, what makes a good event? Like what makes a good Congress or event? Oh, man. It's a Congress <laughs> promotion, quick promotion. <laughs> A good event for me, first of all. You gotta have uh, to deal dancing and then the game. <laughs> Even they have to know, they have to know that there is a good teachers, there is a good dancers. So you need to know who you, who you are inviting to your event. If you want him to be a teacher, if you want him to be a dancer, I mean, like create a good event. You don't have to thinking about uh, the money. Basically, you have to thinking about making people satisfied and the best way to make people satisfied is to bring a good product and what happened with many congresses is that sometimes you see congresses with like uh 20 couples or 35 couples and uh you just know three couples 
<laughs> you just know three couples and like even even I do like I dance like uh, already like maybe 15 16 years and sometimes I do I look to the congress and I look to the lineup and I I know like two three and the lineup it's like 20 but what happened is that uh, you have for example I'm organizer right I have many people here in Spain that I could invite to my event but I never going to invite why I'm not in well, never know, but maybe if they if they change right, maybe. But I'm not gonna invite just because they have 20 students that they're gonna bring 20 students to my event because I know that the all the people that come in, like from abroad, from outside, they're gonna come in. Maybe they won't like the classes because the guy have not got uh, as much information as the other teachers had. Why? Because you can see you can see by people dancing, you can see when they talk, you know, like. Uh, if you send me a video and you say like, oh, can I teach you to your, can I teach you in your Congress? And then you show me a video and I see that you have no clue what you're doing. I'm, I'm not going to accept it. And then usually these guys, they say like, oh, yeah, I have 30 students want to come with me to the event. And the other organizers, they will say yes, because they're thinking about the money, the 30 people that are going to come with this teacher. But they don't think about the future because basically all the people that are coming from outside, they're going to come, they're going to get like, what the fuck is that? And they're gonna go, <laughs> they're gonna go back talking bad about the Congress. So you're gonna create a bad reputation, you know. So making a good Congress for me is to select a good um, uh, product. It means a good teachers, a good team to work with you. You have to have a strong team. A lot of people that really, really wants to work because some people just, just wanna, just wanna hear orders. I don't want people that wanna hear orders. I want people that gonna take and do it. You know, they see some problem, they don't want to come to me. It's like, hey, man, should I? No, just do it. You see, it's a problem, so go and, and solve it, you know, the problem. So be having a good group and have a good product and have a nice logistic. The logistic of the, 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 the Congress is important. What time are going to start the classes? Teachers are having time to rest. The students are having time to rest, enough time to eat and get back to the classes. They have enough time in between classes and party to get rest, take a shower, like have some extra stuff, you know, like don't give like two hours, one hour, like in between classes and party because people are gonna, all gonna miss the beginning of the, the party, all gonna miss the last classes, you know, like they either need to choose like what they're gonna do. So logistic, it's important, good product, I mean teachers and dancers and a good, um, DJs as well, no? Teachers, DJs. And DJ for me is the most important thing in the world. Why? When you start to dance, I think you might remember, I remember myself starting to dance too. I start to dance because I want to have fun. I want to learn, I want to enjoy, and I want to go social. I want to go party. I want to meet people. So if I'm coming to the party and the party is like a shit music or low energy music, for example, Sometimes you have the low energy music for like 30 minutes and you just wanna you just wanna die. Man, <laughs> you it pushes you so low, like you, you just feel bad. So like party for me, the word party means happiness. It's on my ear, like party, happiness, party, <laughs> happiness. With, with with that though, like with the music, so obviously you might have different tastes to Padrino. I might have different tastes to you. Some yeah. of my, you know, and especially, I mean, at Europe at the moment, you know, it's gone a lot more contemporary. Music's changed over the last few years. 
for you, what is good music then, or what makes a good party? Do you need to start off slow? Maybe someone's listening that's a DJ and maybe you know they're new to it or something like how how do you build an atmosphere? Well, there's a many there's a many ways for you to to understand that. For example, one is much deeper. It's the the notes of the music. Some notes they have like a god effect on your body. So some notes just push you like uh, your mood down. So I mean like uh, some accords. I, it's right, accords. Key, some key, music key. No chords. Yeah. Key accords. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some accords they push you to like a uh, down energy. Okay, it is the power of the music. That's that's old history. I am a Catholic, as I'm gonna start from the beginning. I'm Catholic, and one of the reasons why the devil went to the hell was because he found he found the power of the music. They thought that the power of the music was even stronger than the power of God. You understand what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. We are going to hell for the <laughs> See? Because he was like he was he was um he was the, the arm he was the, the command of the arm, like the music arm of the, the hand. And he found this power in the music. And then he thought that it would be much stronger than the power of God. So then they start to fight and unfortunately he went to the hell to take care of uh, the, the bad people. Uh, but actually, he's not bad at all. The, the devil, he's not bad at all. Because what he found it is something good. But he was using for um, a bad way against to someone else. So that's what I mean. Like, even before they know that the power of music is very important and it's stronger. So if you use an accord, a note that's going to push people moods up, like happy, make them happy. Or even make them like, lo uh, like love energy or it's better than you put them on like a sad energy or like a crying energy. Maybe yeah. once, if you want to really break down the energy and like push people to, maybe once in the night you're going to do that. But you're not going to keep this type of energy because as I say, once you go to social, all you want is to have fun. Whatever kind of fun you can have. Just maybe talk with people, but feel happy talking with people, you know. Like not feel sad. If you want to go to the party and feel sad. You know what I mean? Well, we like it with fast songs as well, isn't it? Like, just because we like some beat and we like some energy and we like some flow, people are like, oh my God, these songs, they all have beat. Yeah, because, you know, like, as we didn't say, the bass, the beat, it moves our body in a way that we like it a lot. So you always need the contrast, like you said, you know, bring it down. It's good to chill and relax and breathe. <clears throat> the DJ has to understand that he needs to bring that back up. You know, we can't let... Um, we can't let our culture and our party mode, isn't it? Even though we're talking about Zook globally and everything, but it's yeah. still a Brazilian party on the end of the day. Yeah, sure. it's, still, then, it's still like our dance is part of our culture. And in, in there, we, we are used to do like this. We are used to be happy. Like We are used to try to be happy, let's say like this. Because as we pass for many troubles with our government and the stuff, like when we go to party, we don't want to feel sad. We're just searching for happiness. So that's why the mood of the party it's it's higher. But I don't mean even the BPM is high. You can use like a low BPM songs with a higher energy, yeah. where you can you can chill people, you can make them like relax a little bit, but it's still like a, a nice vibration and not like a low set vibration. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so just... you need to go up and down when you are playing as a DJ. You need to go up and down. You cannot stay only up because people get tired and it's normal. 
you cannot stay just down because people get tired to be too low as well. So you need to go up and down. And for that, we use music that we call um, a transition music. So, for example, if I want to go from Kizomba, traditional Kizomba, to an R&B song, the song in between them is going to be like a Kizomba remix. What I mean Kizomba remix? Maybe Kizomba um, remix it with like an R&B song, like Usher songs, Rihanna songs. So then I change the, the Kizomba traditional one into the still Kizomba, but already with the half of the next thing that I want to play. And then slowly I'm going to switch to R&B. So we call it transition songs. So people need to know how to play with these transition songs, gen musical general. So you play with musical general and you play with the uh, BPM as well to go up and down. Nice. I think that's very important for every event. If you ever organize an event and you listen to this, please remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about music, just, just randomly, have you got any favorite songs at the moment or any favorite artists that you're into? Favorite songs? Man, I have many favorite songs. But like, uh, I hear like an old song that I, like, I, it was a long time I didn't hear this song and I love it. It's a good kisser from Usher and it's a Lambazook version. I love that shit, man. <laughs> it was such a long time I didn't hear this song. And then like, in, I love that song. Yeah. Man, I love this song. So then I, I hear it again. I think it's from Eminem Pro. I think they did the, the remix. Yeah. It's so old, man. man I, I didn't hear this song like many years. And then I hear it again in the Juicen's Congress and I start to play again. And I'm like, I'm in love with this song. So as long as I can, I listen. That's wicked, man. And do you, with Congress and stuff, obviously, so, you know, us, us mortals, we see all, all, all you guys traveling from event to event and we're like, oh, it's an amazing lifestyle. They must love their lives and stuff. Is it all glitz and glamour? Is it all amazing all the time? <laughs> Or is traveling from place to place, suitcase to suitcase, dancing, like, how, how, what, what is it really like? Well, uh, basically right now, it feels, it's, it's very strange, man. Our life is very strange because, um, for example, now I decide to stay at home this month and not traveling because my baby, as I say, my baby is coming, right? Yeah. Soon. I don't know which day, but it's coming. So mm -hmm. then... What, I, what happened with me right now is that I am feeling lost right now. I don't know what to do, when to do. <laughs> so like I'm searching things to do. So I'm doing music, so I'm doing like uh, graphic art designing. I'm doing whatever because I'm searching for things to do. And I cannot sleep. Mm. Like there's already two days that I'm not sleeping. I'm sleeping, I start to sleep at five o'clock a.m. Mm -hmm. so, so it's like we when we are traveling too much we start to complain because we leave many things behind as well well my situation i leave my baby behind leave my wife behind uh i like my family and everything so i'm traveling often and sometimes you get tired because you want to stay with people that you you love and you want to stay close and uh, this is the most sacrifice part for me or the thing is Yes, it's complicated. Sometimes people say like, oh, you're traveling a lot, so you visit so many places, so cool. But not really, because sometimes I just see the ballroom, like dance floor <laughs> and, the, and the, the, the room. Dance floor and the room. Sometimes you don't have time like to go and visit the city and go like walk around. 
So that's that's the shit too. It's a pity that you are going to like places far away from your home and you cannot really visit the place. It happened. Uh, other thing is like suitcase shit, man. It's like you know you have to clean your clothes like on the like on the I clean on the sink, you know, like on the bathroom, you know, because sometimes you don't have the washing machine. So like it, it's a it's a crazy life. Is uh but. I cannot complain at all because, as I say right now, I'm feeling lost because I don't know how to be somebody else. I don't know what, like, I don't know how to be without this. So we complain when we are doing too much <laughs> because you get tired, you don't sleep much. Sometimes you sleep like three, three hours night, like for three days, you know, like, so it's getting harder sometimes. You miss people. But um, I love this. I love this shit, and I'm gonna be doing this for, like as long as my body allows me to do. Uh, but it's as I say, like yeah, it's not only glamour and beautiful and everything fantastic. No, I get to cry sometimes, uh, like when I'm far from my from my wife or my baby. I'm I'm getting to feel. I get to feel sad sometimes because I feel sad about my dance. You, I feel sad about like myself as a friend. Because as I'm working a lot, I don't have time to answer many friends that I would like to talk much often, you know. So I feel shit as a friend sometimes. So it, it's playing a lot with your with your brain. And uh, sometimes I get fucked up. Like I I get like maybe depressed, but I I'm stronger, so I find a way how to get back. But it, it sometimes it looks like I'm getting depressed. I was speaking with Eglantine uh, in her interview with us as well. She, she, she like, you know, specializes. She's really into like Reiki, meditation, body, mind, spirit. Like, do you ever do any meditation or anything like that? Have you ever well, tried? I do. I, do. I, usually, I usually, when I'm going to sleep, I put the meditation sounds, for example, like sounds to help you to recover or sounds to help you to to uh, slow down because your brain is thinking too much, giving a lot of classes to think too much. So sounds for relaxing. And then I close my eyes and I start to focus on my breath and thinking about me, myself, like how I feel at the moment and so on. So I do meditation, especially in the night before sleeping. I don't like to do it during the day because sometimes it, it puts it put me very calm. I don't like to be so calm. I like to be active. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what I do the most is I, like I take a lot of care by taking vitamins. I take like uh, like uh, multivitamins. Yeah, it's very important, like a sport vitamin, so then you can keep your mind and your brain working well. And yes, we do. I do a lot of gym, like to to have my body strong and ready for what I'm going to do. And uh, especially because like we fucked up in the weekends, we drink a lot of alcohol. That's what I was gonna say, and copious <laughs> amounts of whiskey. <laughs> no, like, we drink a lot of alcohol. We smoke. We do everything. So it's like I have in the week. I'm taking care, of, like because I I know I fucked up in the week. You know? <laughs> so you need to get ready. Beautiful traveling life. You get tired, destroy, recover, and go again. That's brilliant. Eat, sleep, Recover. When your body starts to get dry again, when you get into the shape, you go there and like, boom, drinking again and you fucked up again. <laughs> like, you're talking about obviously having a baby like in a week's time. You've got your wife now. How, do you think 
you know, how is that going to affect, you know, your traveling, your dancing? Do you see, you know, a bit of a different future ahead? Well, it affects my way to, to, to see things already affected before. I have a baby already, four years old boy. And uh, when I get him, I already change my, my way of say things, you know, like I'm not taking care of myself only. I'm taking care of someone else that depends on me. So I have to, to be more responsible. So, of course, I drink less. I, I, I try to rest a little bit more because I have to get ready to do like maybe more private classes to get more money to like to give whatever he needs, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About traveling, I'm gonna travel a little bit less. As I say, like if I'm not traveling, if I'm traveling too much, I'm missing my baby, my family. So I'm gonna stay a little bit more. I'm gonna travel just two weeks a month. I'm used to travel four weeks a month, sometimes five weeks a month. I don't know how happened that, but five weeks. <laughs> Man, I, I think it was in May. I think it was in May. Yeah. It was like four weeks. And I had five jobs. And I was like, what the fuck? I need to rest. You know, like, it was crazy. So next year, I'm slowing down that. And I'm probably not traveling as much as I as I, I was used to do it. So when I was speaking to Eglatine as well, for personal reasons at the moment, she's kind of staying where she's living as well. And obviously with your child coming, you said you might stay a little bit more. So obviously if some of the you know the top pros aren't going to travel as much, then obviously you know there might be room for you know other pros, lower people coming through. Is there anyone at the moment that you know that you see on the scene working the circuit that looks like they might be one of the next big, you know, the next really and the next Paloma, the next Pedrinho. <laughs> yeah, man, basic. Uh, right now, I even see people that are not so so seen, like some so seen on, on the Zook, like that I prefer more than people that they that other people like that teacher that people are watching the most right now. Because actually, I'm very disappointed with the with what teachers are searching for right now. Um, what by searching for. I've been searching for like what they want for their lives and for the for the career. Like they, like people are not people are not searching for the for the quality of dancing or share something with the quality. They just want to impress and impress and impress. So impressing creates an ex, like a bad example. When you want to impress someone, sometimes you do things that maybe if you think better before you wouldn't do it. You know, like in front of people. So like. They want to impress. So as I say, I have a huge fighting about like lifting lifts on the social. Yeah, so yeah. people still doing lifts on the social. But of course, if I watch a demo of someone someone that like it's getting famous right now and he's doing lifts lifts on the on the floor or whatever. So like people are gonna start to do it as well. But people are not thinking like the teachers are not thinking in this way. They just wanna get famous as quick they they can. I understand them because. When I start, when I start, I was a little bit like this too. But luckily, I have friends that come talk with me and say like, "Hey, man, you shouldn't go this way because that's not gonna give you, not gonna give something stronger for the community. You're just like gonna give a shit as everyone." I was like, "Okay." So I changed my mentality, and everything started to get better for myself. So, of course, you're gonna start to open a space for for new dancers. It must be like this. It should be like this, uh, like some people, some new dancers, they should come. But I, I just hope and wish 
that all the ones that is getting famous right now, they're going to change the mentality as I did. Or those that they are not so seeing, like not people are not seeing much, they're going to start to appear more. And those that are giving like a great job and are doing a great job, they're going to start to appear more. That's what I wish. I think it's more like as well, the te- as a new teacher, they have to think of the community. Like you said, William is now in Madrid. Uh, I'm here in London. We change our whole lives to build up the community locally. We invest our time, money. We travel, we come back, we, don't, we do all that. And then you don't want someone just showing up and messing everything up. It's, a lot, it's our life's work, isn't it? Like We work our whole life for this moment. And, and you, teacher, something stronger, you share something stronger and then someone come and just, you know, it's just like, it's not, I wouldn't say destroy, but like makes make complicated, you know, like makes complicated. You're fighting against some, some like uh, behaviors and then a new person come like with a good talent. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying the, the way they think is not, it's not really, really good for the community. And they start to to give these troubles for us, like something that we have been working so hard to like change, you know. And along with those lines as well, like lots of teachers pop up in lots of different places. You know, some, I mean, I've never really understood like, you know, the qualifications of teachers, etc. Like, you know, do you need to have a qualification to become a teacher? But like, what, what are your thoughts on people just becoming teachers do you think there is a process to go through that do you think you need you know x amount of years experience or is it that if a community doesn't have any teachers and they don't have any local places you know the, the most advanced dancer there depending if they've been dancing for three months just decides to teach what what are your kind of thoughts on that well whew, man that's many different uh, like ways to see that because like as you say there's the teacher that he started to teach because there was no one teaching and he like he feels that he needs to to teach and to improve like his community that is not bad the initiative of like you start to teach the problem is that um the teacher they have to understand that they are student as well we are teacher but we are student at the same time so what happened with those teachers that they started sometimes teaching because they need to on the city because there's no one, they start to teach you, they stop to learn. They stop to learn and they think that what they are doing is enough. So, or maybe they don't want us, they don't want people to see them as a student anymore. Yeah, but yeah. that's a big mistake because if you don't give the right example, right? Like if I'm not showing them that I'm learning, how they gonna keep learning, you know? Like it's, uh, it's, it's complicated. And the other situation, it's people that trying to 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 join the 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 opportunity to to get a name or or to feel important you know like some people they they work with the ego like they want to feel important they want to feel like yes i am teacher you know so they start to call themselves as a teacher they start to to like talk more than do things People used to say much, like do, talk a lot, stand off, do a lot. And that as well, it's not so good. I passed through a process where I, I spent five years training and I passed four exams every year to change my status, you know, like to be from Bolsista to uh, from training to Bolsista. 
from bolsista to assistant, from assistant to instructor, and from instructor to teacher. So well, I, I would you just just before you carry on, I understand what bowl sister is because of Pedrino, but people listening might not know what a bowl sister is. Would you mind just explaining that kind of process and level? Yeah, bowl sister is basically you don't pay for the classes, but you pay with your service. You don't pay by money, but you pay with your service. What what means that I didn't I didn't need to like pay like by cash, yeah, but yeah. I was there working like maybe four hours, three days a week. That's what the agreement. You have to be there four hours, three days a week. Uh, in this in these four hours, you have to assist beginner classes, improver classes, whatever class they need you. No matter if you are dancing ten years, if you are there and there's a beginner class and people are needing support, you need to go there and support the beginner classes. And then you pass for a system. On my school, we change shirts, so we change colors, we change names. To even for the students know, like in which level you are and which kind of assistment you're gonna give to them. If it was already a high level assistment, or like if the person is just starting to teach or helping someone, you know. So the students know like what they could get from the from the the assistant, you know. So you have to study a lot because every year you pass for exams and not it's not only one dance. The exams are getting harder and harder. My last exams, for example, I have to explain like maybe five rhythms. I have to explain as a leader. I have to explain as a follower. I have to do as a leader. I have to do as a follower. You know, like so is explain the the mechanic of the movement. Explain the theory, like why, which kind of like. Um, are you using the centrifugal energy here? Are you using counterbalance? Are you using so you have to explain even with the technical terms? So you make it you make it very complicated for the end to be a teacher to show that you are able to have your own classes. That's awesome. Did you um you said as well about like you know uh, teachers still learning and stuff? Do, you know you yourself? Do you still learn? Sure, man. Especially with my my wife, we like to go like for now she's not yeah she's here. <laughs> Especially with my wife, like we like to go to Afro classes before we were doing Afro class. Now we stop for a while because the baby and everything we're waiting for you the guys, baby. You guys just done a new show, wasn't it? you guys did a new Kizomba fusion oh, bachata show? So William is hitting everywhere, my friend. We did Kizomba, we did bachata show. So it's like we are learning, we were, we were exchanging with another bachata uh, teacher. So I was teaching them Zouk and they were teaching us uh, bachata. Uh, I was going to a regular Afro classes. I was doing like um, a jazz a jazz classes as well. Oh, jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ballroom dance classes because we, we are teaching on the, on the ballroom school, in a big ballroom school here. And uh, the owner of the school, he get interesting to to learn Zouk too. So I was giving him the private classes for him, and uh, we were going to his like class group classes. So where he was teaching for his his future com competitors. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was crazy. That was good. We had <laughs> videos. We have videos for myself doing cha cha ballroom dance cha cha. Man, it was crazy. Yeah. Can we please have some to post out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Touch on my computer and I will show you for sure, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So that'd be so funny. I want to see some ballroom in your zoo, please. Oh, she, my wife, she's searching and she's gonna send by WhatsApp to you. 
That's awesome. Um, do you, what about Zoop? Do you still like learn off, you know, the other pros and stuff? Do you watch videos to add oh. into Zoop? Like, are you still constantly striving to get better and better at Zoop? As we are traveling and we meet a lot of like good dancers on the on the trip, sometimes we take time for ourselves to share. So sometimes we're gonna like uh, with Leo, for example. I don't know. We're gonna see like, hey, what about we take a class? So I give the class for you, you get the class for me. So we kind of like help each other. Yeah, and that's awesome. That's so good. It's good to hear because uh, I think a lot of people just think, ah, oh, you know, you guys don't you know, need to improve anymore. And like some people get to, you know, they think they've been dancing a couple of years and they're just like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't need to do classes anymore. Just social and that's it. Not at all. If I stop, man, if one day I feel that I cannot get anywhere else, I stop this. Man. Um, no reason for me, you know, like to keep going. Why are I going to keep going for like stay the same? No yeah, way. that's right. All about improvement and challenging. <laughs> right. Do you, uh, you mentioned as well that you would learn to be a follower as well. How important or how much do you think it helps if, um, you know, for leaders to follow and for followers to learn to lead as well? It's very important, but on the right time as well. Like if you start both simultaneous, if you start at the same time, it's complicated. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you're going to get messed up with the, with the brain as well. So it's good, like if you're dancing as a follower, so learn as a follower. When you feel like better as a follower and you really are understanding better, then you can start to try as a leader as well. Because then you're going to get another perspective. And as I say, everything is just a step, one more step on the stair for you to, to grow. So learn as a leader and as a follower. For me, it's very important. Very important. It helps myself a lot to be on the skin, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How is to move the head in that way, you know, this way. So you, you start to be more careful too. A talking as a leader, you start to be more careful when you dance as a follower because when you dance with a follower, because you know how is the feeling to be pushed to one side, to be pushed to another one. So you start to to be more respected, more respectful, let's say. Yeah, yeah, respect. That's a that's a great word for it. With um on the social dance floor, what do you think makes a good social dancer? Um, because obviously some people, you know, they would say, you know, make sure you your basics. I mean, Pedrino is a massive one for foundations and, you know, he doesn't teach anything to, he doesn't teach head movements at all for, you know, years really to people. But like, what to you makes a good dancer instead of just people thinking that they should just do loads of patterns and complicated things? Well, people need to focus more on the quality and not on the quantity. You know, like sometimes talking about biology as a, like, let's say like the, the male and female, right? Energy. Let's say like this. What we want to do, we want to impress, right? Like the, the, the male, they want to impress the female. So <laughs> the problem is that sometimes we get this feeling that we want to impress, we want to impress and we start to do many movements and try to show that we know many things. Instead of really focusing the feeling and the moment, and really like uh, share something much stronger than just try to impress someone, you know? Because if you don't try to impress someone, maybe you get to know the person. You know, you're not showing who you are, you are trying to understand someone. That's, that's for me better. So being a good, good social dancer, you need not to show who you are, but maybe to understand other people 
and focus more on the quality, like do things on, and feel the moment and see how is the feeling and not thinking like, okay, I'm going to do this movement, I'm going to do that movement because maybe the person is not ready, maybe you're not ready, you know, for that movement at that moment. Just respect the feelings and focus more on the quality. Yeah. How, um, how long have you been dance partners with Paloma? Ooh, I think eight years already. Eight years. Yeah. Have you ever had any, any ma many major upsets or arguments or you two get on super well? No, man, not at all. <laughs> no, we get our fights, but one thing that we have very clear that we want to dance with each other. Yeah. Like, we're good with each other. We, we take each other as a family. So we feel very good with each other. So whatever fight we get, whatever thing we get into, we find a way out as well. Because we, we want to we keep dancing as long as we can together. And uh, all the thing is that I get away, away more mature. She get away more mature now. And we are even better now. Let's say that we don't argue more with each other on the same way as was in the beginning. And now it's a way better. Like, let's say maybe two years or maybe three years. We have been improving a lot our relationship and we get even much closer and much stronger together. So we start to share a different things. So it feels even much closer now when we start to respect more each other's, uh, not each other's gold, but especially when you respect uh, each other's fault, you know, like, because that's that's the, the you have to understand you know like people not just criticize so sometimes you want her to do fast or she want me to do fast so but we have to understand why she's not doing fast why i'm not doing fast how do you come up with things that you're going to teach together like how do you put together a class or an event well it depends when we go to a workshop when it's just us and we can build up the the the, the dance we have like five hours six hours we start talking about the bases and the, the, the theories and the techniques that we're going to use for the whole class, for the whole other classes. So let's say we take two hours teaching like footwork foundations. Uh, so we you, sometimes we play with combinations, but just to use it as an example, to build the knowledge that we're going to use in doing the other classes. So first we start usually from the footwork because it's important, footwork in connection because otherwise you cannot dance. If you have a good footwork, you're going to protect your balance and you're going to be able to do other movements. So we started from footwork, then body movement, connection, and at the end, a head movement, if we feel for it. And how we organize the classes is that we dance on the party. After dancing on the party, on that place, in the morning we talk and we say like, okay, what was the biggest problem that you have on that party. Oh, then she talked with me. She said, like, oh, I feel that the guys are rushing a lot. They are off timing and blah, blah, blah. Or I don't know, they feel that the guys are too strong. We need to work on the connection and make it a soft connection. So then we start to build the movement for that. The same way as for my side. So if I dance with the girls, I say, like, yeah, I feel that um, they are not really doing the footwork well. They're just messing up the footwork or I feel that they are struggling a lot with the balance, or I feel that they want to move more than they wanted to understand. So we talk about what we feel on the party, and then we build the class over this feeling that we had on that party. Okay. And I think that's that worth it more for us, because we're going to give something that the community needs, that community needs. Every community needs a different thing. 
Some communities are stronger with footwork, some communities are stronger with head movements. And you need to figure out, figure it out, and then try to build the class over this. In in a party, uh, obviously being you know a Zoot Pro and being William, some people might be scared to ask you to dance, but some will really want to dance with you. You know, would do you mind dancing with lower level dancers? Are you happy for people to ask you to dance? No, no, I like I. When I was when I when I know less, let's say when I know less than when I, what I know now, I expect to dance with many other people. Sometimes I get to dance with them. Sometimes I didn't get to dance with them. Uh, at the beginning, I get a little bit disappointed sometimes, but then I find a way how to work on this because it's not their they fault, you know. Like if they don't dance with me or if they don't have a time because people want to dance with them a lot. So. <clears throat> It happens, it happens that I dance with a beginner and then the girl come to me and say like, oh yeah, I am beginner. And I just turn to her and say like, yeah, I am beginner too. Don't worry, never mind. You know, like, because uh, it's the way I think I'm relaxing them to dance with me a little bit too. Because dance with low level people, for me, as a dancer, I don't know if it's going to sound a little bit cruel, but for me as a dancer, it's like a challenger. You know, like, because if I make a low-level dancer dance, I feel good. You know, like, it's because I'm able to. So I take as a challenge. And sometimes you get very, like, um, you get, like, surprised with many people. Sometimes you're dancing, the girl's like, oh, I'm just beginning. And then you start to dance with her, and she's just... Fantastic, you know, like yeah, yeah. she don't she don't know much things. You can feel it that she don't know much, but the connection is amazing. Like she understand a lot, you know. Like so, you can have a very good dance with a with a low level dancer with a beginner. Uh, if you open your mind for that, like if you go like, oh shit, just one more dance with the beginner, you know. Like if you think it's bad, then you already. It's the expectation stuff, right? If you go with no expectation, maybe you find something, something I, nice. I think for every teacher, not just teacher and dancers as well, is one of the greatest challenges and, and a positive challenge to dance for beginners, isn't it? Because you get to test everything you teach it in theory, in practice. So yeah, yeah. yeah, but you say, okay, this is the best, uh, one of the best ways to do lateral work. And it's like, oh, damn it, but she's not doing it. What can you come up with? And then automatically, that beginner is going to be helping you to come up with even a better class because now you know yeah. a different type of problem. You already know a different yeah. way that can go wrong or can go correctly. So it's always good to dance with our beginners and, and stuff. Like it's always helpful as as hell. So thank you, beginners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she will help you definitely. She will help you to improve your teacher skills. She will help you to improve your like a dance skills because you you need to find a way how to make that person that you never danced before or that person that is beginner, uh, you need to make that person dance, you know, like, so you have to find a way. So that that's very interesting. And it's very helpful for helpful for, for me as a dancer. What would be your pet hates at the moment with either Zook in general or on the dance floor? What do you, what do you mean, say it again? Like, is there anything that you dislike or that you see at the moment out on the social floor or in the Zoot community that you think, you know, needs to stop or that's just happening, which is just horrible? 
<laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna put myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Because um, I'm gonna talk about a very complicated topic, but I think people are taking a very next extreme way, and it gets it gets uh, sometimes it's very strange. Is the um, feminism, you know, like feminism and machism, you know, like so they they are talking a lot and like sometimes being very aggressive on the attitude about this special the especially the the female version let's say like the the, the feminism energy is getting very very strong so it's like what i mean is that um instead of searching for equal stuff sometimes they are searching to get a uh, like much more than the than the than the male, let's say like this, just to feel that they have the same. I don't know. It's strange because sometimes you dance with the girl and then she starts to push you and pull you somewhere, you know, like and you just don't understand what's going on. It's just because she wants to lead you a little bit, you know, like just to feel like yes, I'm leading, you know. And then you look at on her face, it's it's strange, you know, like her attitude, the way people talking. So I was I was taking a Kizomba class. I was taking a Kizomba class and I was listening to the class. I hugged a girl who was in US. I, I was hugging the girl, blah, blah, and the teacher started to talk and he was like, you have to put the hand here and move there, blah, blah. And I was dancing with her. And then we stopped uh, the, the movement for a while. And my hand was on her back, but was a little bit low, the way the teacher was saying that you have to grip, grab a little bit low. Man, I didn't expect. I was looking to the teacher with my hand there. She took it in my hand and she pulled it like uh out she put it out but in the wrong way so he clapped my shoulder so I, was, <laughs> I look at you her i was like why and she make like a bad face to me and i didn't expect it at all you know like i was i felt like a, like i was a stupid boy looking to the teacher and like boom why because especially in us i'm putting myself in big trouble especially in us they are using like they are fighting you know like against the machism but there's there is machism i know i know because i can see the two but they are fighting on the aggressive way and we should like they should i think they should stop to be aggressive like this because otherwise they're just gonna become the same as the machism that they they are working they are fighting against you know like they are fighting against the oppressive energy and they become an oppressive energy yeah, it's a, it's a very delicate subject as well now around, isn't it? Uh, it happened to us as well, and it's very, it's the, dancing is such a beautiful thing and connect people and communities from all over the world. You can, you can see for ourselves where we came from and where we are right now, and we travel the world with dance with so many people, we meet so amazing people, and, but, like, if, if the people there are taking the dance, they start having this bad attitude the bad eyes, you know, everything you do, are you touching my back? You, you're going to abuse me. It's like, that becomes very hard. But obviously there is horrible men out there. We cannot, dis exactly yeah, what you said. You, have, you, don't, you don't, cannot come with the expectation that every man going to be the same. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So I'm dancing with the girl. So I don't feel comfortable to touch her belly, maybe on a movement that I would, I feel that I need to, but I won't, I won't even do that movement. You know, like to just don't, just don't touch it, just don't, people don't look at to me bad, you know, like, I think they should look at and understand people, like, you understand when someone is looking at you with the bad intentions, 
you understand when someone is looking you with you uh, and you with a good intention. So it's like, don't think that every man or every girl, they're going to be feminist or they're going to be machist. You know, like, just look at them normal, give a chance for them, and then you see the reaction. If the reaction react in a sexual way or they react aggressive, then you just take yourself off, you know, like, you just... Yeah. I think it's just because there have been, you know, incidents where there are, you know, slightly creepier guys. And yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, I understand that obviously, you know. I completely you know. understand the defense energy, but uh, they need to they need to stop and think a little bit. Like, is is it is it is it everyone like this? You know, like, should I be aggressive with everyone? Should I, you know, like, not and just ruining the community as well, isn't it? Imagine if the whole community becomes like that, aggressive and yeah, you know, like so, like. Oh, you cannot touch my belly. Oh, you cannot touch my back low. I cannot, you know, like start to get like, oh, you put the hand on my neck. He's like, what? You know, like, you create yeah, like as a, a, teachers and everything, we want to always ban the bad. You always want to ban the, the creepy guys that want to go to after girls and stuff. We don't want that. We want to, as, as William described, we want a happy party that we can dance with everyone. You don't need to worry about anything. Well, that's what we want, you know? At the end, if you meet someone that you like it or the girl meets someone that you like, it's normal because you meet people and it's fine. But if it's from both ways, it's it's normal and it's it's nice. But when you find like a creepy guy that is just behind the girl, behind the girl, or even the girls too, like a creepy girl that is like <laughs> trying and trying, and it's it's crazy, you know? Like, so uh, I understand, like, but I think even the people that take the action to, to defend themselves, they should defend themselves, not attack it as a defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, uh, no, it's good to... Uh, no, cheers for being honest. This is, this is a very important topic and a very delicate one that people sometimes try to hide it. And I think it's really good to have someone like you talking about that because we own a dance school over here in UK as well. And we want yeah, to get our students in the maximum, you know? And this I is very important. Listen, I get to listen... Oh, look at... Look at listen what I'm going to tell you. I get to listen that... My class, one class that I did was a machist class. <laughs> because because uh, I think because Paloma Paloma didn't talk much or something like that. I didn't understand why. I was like, come on, I treat so everyone so good. You know, like I was created by mom. I respect the woman, like the, the female so much. I was, a create, I was created by my mom because my father was like outside most of the time. So I get a very good respect from from like a female. My my brother as well. My brother he's he he studied med he studied medicine and he's under his last year. And when I asked him what he wanna be, he was like, I wanna be gynecologist. I was like, why you wanna be gynecologist? He was like, because I want to take care of I want to take care of a woman. Okay. So it's like I came from a family where we we get to to protect the the to, to respect it, not really protect but respect. The, the female as a normal, like as a equal, just just a person, you know? And then I get to be criticized maybe because uh, Paloma didn't talk much, because she, maybe she was not feeling good, she don't want to talk, you know? Like, not because I didn't want her to talk or whatever. So that's what I mean. Like, sometimes people are very aggressive and they even don't know what's going on. People you know? are always going to say things, though, and that's the problem when you're in the limelight is people are going to have their own opinions and they're just going to talk so unfortunately that's the world we live in 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be like this. Let's change the world one look at the time. That's the one, thing, one isn't it? One look at the time. So if people if people dance and feel what we feel when we dance, there will be no trouble in the world. <laughs> There'll be no trouble at all because it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just so good to dance and enjoy it. And some people obviously look at you as a role model. They look at you and think, "I want to dance like William." You know, the Carlos people like, "I want to dance like Carlos." I want to dance like Virginia. Uh, is there people that you look to? that you like, you know, that inspired you? Who, who is it that was a role model to you or for you? I think everyone has something to offer. So I look for everyone. Because, for example, uh, I look to Pedrin, for example, and I like the way, the way he works with the energy, the way he plays with the, with the partner. Sometimes I feel myself a little bit, like, closed. So I would like to be a little bit more, more open, especially on the social, like as Pedrin does. He, he interacted very well with the, with the partner. So sometimes I'm trying to be open like this. Uh, for example, Leon Nevis, he works a lot, a lot well with the body isolations. So I'm looking for him a lot, like on the body isolation uh, ways, like to get more ideas and inspired by him. Uh, Kadu and Larissa, they are very like clean, basically. Like I see very like clean movements, especially on the show. They have very good way to build up the shows and a very uh, a good uh, body. So I, I get inspired by people in many, many aspects. So I try to look for the goals that they have. Yeah. And I try to get uh, a little bit of the, the idea, like how they, how they come to be, how they get to be like this, what they think. So that's why I like to talk with them, especially my friends, my teacher friends. I like to talk with them to get to know like what's the experience, like how they, become like this, what they hear in the music, you know, like to, to do that. So I look at for, ev- like basically for everyone, I look at everyone, everyone, like all the teachers, they have something, even the students, as Pedrinho say, like even the students, sometimes I'm sitting on the party and I'm watching someone dancing and I see a student doing like something that I, I never saw before, like a way to, to connect on, the, I was like, oh shit, that, that's cool. And I'm doing my moves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good in copy. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm very copy guy, very copy guy. But I copy on my way, so people don't recognize that I copy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I copy. I'm not the person. I'm not the, the zoo creator, crazy creator movements. But I like to to take good things from outside. I create my own stuff too over this, but I, I, I like to take things from outside. And, uh, and of course, it's moving on my way. My background push, push my body in a different way. So it looks different, but I copy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to ask you a question as well, because someone I put out that we were speaking to you and somebody asked the question and they wanted to know. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> Okay. I'm married and it's true. It's truly, I'm truly married. So, <laughs> and the question was uh, can you dance well or amazing with everybody? So, basically, some people they dance well with some people and they can't dance well with everyone. But as a Zoot Pro, is every dance you have, you know, a brilliant dance? No. No. Uh, it's, impossible. it's not a brilliant dance. Some no, sometimes you, you, you grab someone very strange that's like not because the person is like don't know much or whatever, it's just because it's the way the person is thinking. So maybe the girl is trying to do too much and you're not trying to do anything, 
So, you know, like when you hug someone and you just want like a weight transfer and the girl is moving a lot and moving a lot, you know, and you feel like you have no way to stop her. So sometimes we get these these crazy dances. Sometimes we find a way to to solve and like get the same uh, energy together. But yes, we have sometimes we have strange dances, but it's not at all about the quality of the dancing. It's just about like the way mindset. People think, yeah, what they want to give. <laughs> Or whatever, you know, like just well, isn't it? Like the song, if you are tired, the the, the the partner maybe they're so excited, like you said, she's like, Woohoo, I wanna dance with William. Yeah. yeah myself too, myself too. Sometimes like yeah, I'm I'm just about to stop, like to go and sleep, and the girl's like, I oh, want this with me. I'm like, Yes, you know, like because I wanna do it, like I don't wanna say no. So I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it. And I start to dance, but like my body's tired and it feels like It feels complicated to move, so you feel slowly. And it's it's strange sometimes. But I can say most of the dance that I have on the party, more, let's say from like a hundred, I think like 90, I enjoy a lot. I enjoy fully. Like 90 dances, 90 I enjoy like 90% I enjoy fully. That's what it is. And I've got just a couple more questions. Uh, one was like me personally. I I always set goals, whether or not it's like life, business, or dance. I always want to, you know, set a goal that I can try and reach. Obviously, as like you know, one of the top pros. What you know, and you've done so much traveling, you're teaching, you do shows. You know, what goals do you have, and what is it you aspire to do? You know, in the next couple of years. Well, now now basically today I was having like many calls. I was calling to one another person to fix it we want to fix it our website we want to do a website and we are working basically with um selling things selling many things about dancing so what i want to do right now i want to be focused because this is a very like a good future it looks like a good future we have a strong material we are studying a lot for like to create this material like dance material so we want to create a website my focus now is creating the website to sell like uh, video classes as i say i'm gonna start to the video classes we're gonna sell it like music again i'm gonna start to sell my music again my productions again that i'm gonna probably sell um uh, the production that i did with pedrinho too i need to pay him some percentage but <laughs> we'll be okay so i'm focused on it because on that platform i'm gonna sell many things so people that sponsor me for example i'm gonna sell the products over there so it's like It's gonna be a huge platform to to sell uh, dance stuff. So you're gonna be even uh, able to buy like uh, passes for congresses inside of my my website. You know, maybe with the low prices and the stuff. So that's what I'm I'm searching for right now. In my future, my future probably I'm gonna I'm gonna open a dance school where I'm gonna be focused more on my city and building up a dance school. It's a dream to have a dance school. My wife she wants a dance school as well. And as we're working together too, I think that will be more than, than important for us. And as a private wishes, I'm I'm tomorrow going to to check up a house. So tomorrow I'm gonna watch in the house that I'm searching for, as I said at the beginning with you guys. So I'm searching for so my house and the next step is my car. New one. I have a car, but I have I want to buy a new one. So my focus, my focus that I have in my brain right now, it's 
my website is the premier thing that gonna gives gonna give me money even if I'm not doing things often. Yeah, so yeah. that's gonna helps a lot. Um, the dance school, they're probably gonna be in the future as well. I wanna do a hundred percent my dance school. I feel that I need that for myself to 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 feel complete, to have my space to train and to do my stuff. And uh, a house because a house I think is the biggest dream ever from for myself to have my own house. You know, like I think is a is a big dream I think for everyone basically. And uh, to change my car, man, I want to get a sport car. Where I'm gonna fucking crash the car. I'm gonna run so much. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. I want like a, like I I saw I saw uh, BMW. I was I I showed to to Pedrinha. I want to buy this that for sure. This and it was hundred seventy five hundred seventy five horses. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, this is a this is a thing for the whole podcast. We all dance teachers dream of big cars and big houses because we never had them. So now we buy everything we can. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we end end the dream. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. And I've got pretty much just one more kind of topic or one question I want to ask you about. So we are launching uh, Zoop Fling, the first official UK Jack and Jill, like which is part of the you know Brazilian Zoop Dance Council. Um, competitions jack and jill is coming quite you know prevalent and important now all across europe i know they're a bit more in the us and australia they have been the last five or six years but it's kind of now being pushed a lot at different events obviously with the more and more popularity how do you think one how is it going to change the dancing and do you think that it's a good thing and then you know just a bit of advice for people that are going to start competing i think it's gonna be amazing <laughs> because that's the way we're gonna show people on our eyes what is good and what is bad you know in for example in us zook it's much younger than europe but if you go to us you may be gonna have a better dances that you have on the whole europe because people there are used to know and used to see what is good and what is bad. And it's easier to see. When you compare, when you look at someone dance, you say like, oh, this is good. And look at someone else, oh, this is bad. It's easier. But in Europe, they go for the cheaper. They don't go for the good. And that's the thing. What happened? With the Jack and Jill, we're gonna be able to show people like if they are good going on a good way it's a good because like if you want a jack and jill you feel that you are good going on a good way so it's kind of an advice for you it's like it's a feedback for you you have been working studying a lot and blah 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 and you go and you want a jack and jill so you know that i look at you and i saw something nice and i saw that you are going on a good way so it's a it's a good way for people to know like and for the community too, because you see which kind of dancers are winning and which kind of dancers are not winning. So you're gonna take the example of the winners and not the others. So I think Jack and Jill helps the community to go on the right way. Basically, for me, the explanation is like, Jack and Jill help the community to go on the right way, you know, on, or at least on the way that we expected. Let's say that maybe it's not the right way, 
but it's the way that we want to spread the news. Yeah. yeah well, and just when you say like good and bad, so what what makes good, what makes bad? So when I say good and bad, I just say sharp, right? Good and bad. But there's basically no bad and not good. There's no good and no bad. Why? Because in dance, basically, there is no bad. There is the inappropriate and the appropriate. Let's say like this is much, is much right to say. So when I mean bad, I mean the person that maybe are not really connecting what they're doing. It's just like moving, but the footwork, it's all confusing. Directions are all confusing. Because as I say, people think that do much, do many movements is good. But it's not good if you are doing a lot of movements, but it's all confused. It's all a huge mess. So when I mean bad, I mean um, not well organized. Let's say the person that is dancing, but not organizing the, the, the footwork, not organizing <coughs> the, the connection with the, with, the, with the dancer. So we are looking for a good connection, like soft connection, people that respect each other, people that understand how to read each other. You know, if I see you like pushing and pull your partner, I'm talking even for, for leaders, like, and because I judge more leaders than followers, sometimes I judge followers, but I, lead, I judge more, most of the time leaders. I see sometimes a very aggressive energy, you know, like leaders like pushing, pull and everything. So it feels, it feels like violence, it's, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it feels bad. And when I see that, if I don't like it at all, that, that turned me, turned me a little bit crazy. Like I, I hate to see that, you know? So in Europe, many people that people like, oh, this guy's good, blah, blah, blah. He's dancing and I'm looking, I just see a fight, a huge fight. And I think with the Jack and Jill, we're gonna prevent, you know, like we're gonna prevent this. And we're gonna make people see that the fight is not good. Doing much, move, many movements, but being aggressive is not good. You know, that's for me. That for me is it's it's bad. You know, and the good is when you dance nice, like you know, have good connection, smile to your partner. You do like you connect the movements well. You are smooth. You're not so like aggressive. You know, like. I think I think I think it's that. And as I say, that's not really bad, not really good. Yeah. But that's that's the way that that's the the convenient and the inconvenient, let's say. And, like. and for those that are competing or haven't competed before that are gonna compete for the first time or you know, second time, what just a little bit of advice could you give to them? Uh, basically what I say about social before. Like, try to understand the person. Try to don't show who you are, at the beginning, at least. Try to understand the person. Once you guys understand each other, you can build the connection together. Uh, and I think it's, it's better than you just, like, try to show who you are right at the beginning. You know, like, try to build first, and then slowly you start to show a little bit who you are. It depends on what, what your partner is capable for. And this is from both sides, from female, like from leaders and from followers. Try to don't do much at the beginning. 
understand each other and then we start to show like what we are here for you know like but it's a, it's a bit like a first date you don't want to try and go straight in for the kiss you want to it's exactly everyone knows how to do it you know like <laughs> you don't just gonna like on the first date you see it like yeah yeah i'm gonna get a glass of wine uh how's you in the bed you know like you don't gonna just say like oh, how are you in the bed you don't gonna call you don't wanna ask that you know like you don't just gonna say like oh which kind of position you like no you don't <laughs> gonna say that you know like you're gonna go slow you know what I mean? explicit level too yeah you're <laughs> gonna do that you know like yeah, yeah. No, we'll, I think that's a great place to end. <laughs> that's a great position to end. You see? Brilliant. Absolutely. Which position oh. would you like to end? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's how he made a baby. Yeah. <laughs> baby that's... Chloe is coming up next week. <laughs> yeah. No, so, uh, thank you so much for like being on this. Is there anything that you would like to add or anything to say? And obviously as well, if you can, please plug Madrid Congress, uh, tell us when it is, and why we should come. Yeah, Madrid, Madrid Congress, it's 2021-22 uh, of September. And it will be everything inside of one hotel. We have swimming pool there. We have uh, two dance floors. Actually, the party is going to start with one huge dance floor because then we're going to come to shows and everything. Then we're going to separate in two dance floors. So you're going to have bachata and zook mixed for two hours at the beginning. And then you're going to have the rest of the night till 5 a.m. Uh, separate rooms after the shows. So bachata room and zook room. We have 20 couples. As I say, all the couples, they are choose by one by one. And it's not from the, like how many people they're going to give to us, but it's like from who they are and what they're going to give as a knowledge for the, for the people. As like six bachata couples, 14 zoo couples, amazing DJs. We have the Jiboa company, our company from Brazil, working on the on the on the event to make the parties as happy as we can. And a lot a lot of like good DJs or as well uh, invited by the company. We we have uh, a special thing that is a Paloma's birthday yes. on on Sunday. So that's the big stuff. And I think like people should come and try Madrid Zoo Congress because we want to give you best experience for you nice, because nice. I'm, I'm happy to see people happy. And that's, that's what I felt last year. And that's what I want to feel this year too. I was dancing for a while on the social and I was looking around and sometimes I get to cry dancing with someone. I just get to cry because I was watching around people having so much fun and like being so full of that energy. And, um, I just want to spread this news for people. And I think everyone should try to feel this energy a little bit. Ah, oh, well, that sounds, oh, that sounds awesome. Well, I think I'm coming, you're going on, you're teaching. Yes, <laughs> teaching, partying, singing, everything. Teaching, parties. Is it Pete, anything you want to finish up on? I uh, just like, um, well, for me, it's like, I, I'm, I'm privileged, you know, like I, I grew up with these guys, you know, I know this guy is what, 12 years old and the Zook scene is turning out to be something beautiful. And for everyone, for everyone who is listening and just like, you know, thank you for, for taking your time to learn Zook and share your passion with us. William is a, a very good example of a professional and a, and a person in Zook that what he done. And you, you can see how many views he got on YouTube, how many he travels. Very passionate artist. 
I love him to bits. He's a good friend of mine as well. And hope, hopefully all of you that are listening to this get to, you know, to share some passion about Zook and get to enjoy Zook and love Zook as much as we do. And we hope we can, you know, add a little bit of Zook into your life and a lot of passion <laughs> and love and dancing. And see you later, alligators. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very happy. I want to thank you. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you guys because what you guys are doing is very special and very important too because you are giving a little bit um, an extra voice and directly voice for for the artist to say a little bit, not only in the classic. As, as you say, like, we are public figures, so, like, we don't post many videos, we don't talk much, you know, like, we don't want to get ourselves sometimes in trouble, whatever, <laughs> like, talking, because, yes, and when you say something, you open yourself to be criticized, you know, like, but it's it's good that you guys are are doing that anytime you got anytime you guys need my help to to say something to be here i'm gonna be here with you guys Thanks, and keep doing and with as many teachers and as many instructors as you can and one advice as well later choose one student or two and do with some student as well to see um another side of the other side of the coin as well yeah let's do it a yeah. beginner intermediate and advanced we've got that plan already thank you very much brother you have a <laughs> big kiss on chloe and the mama sita yeah man <laughs> good luck with the birth yeah oh, gone she's <laughs> that's brilliant and that brings our podcast to a close. So once again, thank you to William and thank you for everybody for listening and growing our community with us. Uh, we'd love to see as many of you as possible at the Madrid Congress. So please try and come and join us. And everybody, if you want to get in touch, if you want to be involved in the podcast, please email us at info at ukdc.co.uk and we'll speak to you soon.